Hello, my name, I done this weird uppity hello there, this is the second intro, hello, my name is Jason Hyde and today I am socialising, socialising, it's gone so well so far, uh, with Brody Adler, how are we? I know I just asked you this but we'll be at you. I'm still really good man, how are you? <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that, literally and figuratively glad to hear that. Uh, I'm alright, I've, I've done a very large amount of nothing recently. Uh, I actually didn't notice until I went outside at like maybe six o'clock. I had no idea what the weather was like because I've just been like gremlin down the house. I don't really want locked in the end for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sucks man. Like, I sit and uh, I work from home the now so I've just been sitting in like my wee, my wee bedroom and I'll literally look up and I'm like, oh it's gorgeous, I could totally go outside the now. And then I'll look up again and I'm like, oh it's snowing now. Right, cool, no bother then. I'll just stay in forever. Thing as well, and like, I didn't know that that's like quite a Scottish thing, because like I thought that was just like a general thing that happens sometimes, but apparently that's like a Scottish thing. Yeah, call it all four seasons. We've just got pure short, short straw, I guess. Yeah, keeps it keeps it interesting. I definitely do, especially if you're dressing, because like that's why there's so many people here with like proper heavy jackets, but like shorts on when it's like really really cold. I was walking to training the other day and uh, I was like, oh, it's it's like 13 degrees, so I'm sweltering. Like, I've never left the island, so like 13 degrees to me is like tropical. So I'm walking to training and I'm wearing like a wee strappy top and everyone around me is wearing big, big fluffy jackets. And I'm like, right, either I'm really ill or they are all really ill. There's something weird, man. Just, like, I'm one of the weird people that prefers it to be cold. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it, maybe it's a golf thing, even though I don't really look very golf right now, I promise there's, there's one in here. I mean, <laughs> somewhere. You get three Motherwell shirts in my room, so you don't need to be a golf to, but, like, to, like, not. Yeah, and that'll do it, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I definitely a golf thing. I think it's because we're, like, cold-blooded like lizards. I mean... Seems a lizard that's actually the golf. But also, pick on a golf. Do you, like, do you like do you like like Ozzy Osbourne and it was always Marlon Manson I'd get asked about but can I talk about him anymore he's alright he's a bad one we need to have like an election about who's the new like die of the golfs now because he's impeached we've not got one now do we Ooh. zombie I'm a big Rob Zombie fan because he does like the music and the scary movies and that's two like heavy goth things Nah, he's a bit too... He's going to be too posh. He's not posh, but he's, like, intelligent and, like... I'm not saying goths can't be intelligent. Just, like... Hmm. I don't know. How many band rubber wristbands I have at a time? Usually it's in the high 30s. Now, do you remember the things where, like, every band had, like, a wee rubber wristband that was sold for, like, 40 quid? Like all the shows and all that. It's just pure easy money. I think I used to actually sell them for a few bands, and I remember like, because we would get like the box that they came in, and I could see how much they cost to like buy compared to how much they sold for. And I was like, this is, I love capitalism. It's funny. Yeah, it's Oh, actually, since it's an interview, there is a question I've had to ask you. Did you enjoy feeling London in Las Vegas? 
I don't know if you want to ask me that, man. <laughs> it was yeah, so good. It was it was very okay, but I can appreciate it was good. But I don't think I would watch it again. I I pure need like a good storyline, and I just felt like it again. It was good. Wasted in the desert, man. That was all. It just speaks to me to my intelligence. I just like that. I'm just like. He's sat there and his belly's popping through his shirt. That's funny. Like that's 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 the level we're talking for me is like I've been just I, that's what I've been doing through lockdown, man. Like I'm just not I'm not a movie buff, but my living room is absolutely full of DVDs. So like I saw American Cycle for the first time a few weeks ago as well. And I was just like there was about four minutes in it where I was like, This is amazing, but it was the end. And I just eh. I thought the end was weird and, and daft. That's probably why I liked it. It's hard that this actually comes in, like this podcast always talks about just critiquing films and TV shows. <laughs> and then I never want to mention the fact that I've never seen Line of Duty because somebody shouted at me once. Oh, I'm dying to see that. I need, to, I need to just, I need to watch it. I just keep re-watching Friends over and over again, or Scrubs as I'm on right now. Should really just do something about that sat down and watched an episode of Friends, right? But like, I know I've, I've, it's like a sacrilege apparently, but also my girlfriend loves it. And like, I got her this pure massive cup. It was like, it's got like the logo of the cafe from Friends. Is it a big, pure big massive cup? Like a big, big black. It doesn't feel like a cup. It feels more kind of plasticky cup. It's white. And it's like, I think, I've, I'm colourblind, so I can't actually tell, but I think it's green on the inside. And it says Central Perk on it, and that's like exclusively the coffee cup I use, because it's massive. And I feel like it fits my weird, massive hands. Rather than, <laughs> and then I used a different one today, and I was like, it feels like a shot. This yeah, podcast has just went to, I don't know how this always happens, but I never know how the conversation has got for you to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's ever since like the whole thing I've actually tried to start the podcast, you know, it's just been a a stumble and maybe we'll gain a foot in the or we'll just fall flat on our face. But I think that's finding it's partly the fun. It's like a done it. Aye, yeah. Um just a wee <laughs> a wee asterisk. If I'm like if I'm like looking about and stuff, it's purely just because my cat is like chaos. And he's just kind of running about and making a mess and stuff. So I'm just para. Like he's in the after you that. Oh, maybe he just wants featured in the podcast. Event you say stuff. No, it's just gonna. Who's gonna flop down? Yep, there you go. I've got one of the voices where I sound kind of like a child, so it's calming, despite <laughs> the fact that I kind of look like Hagrid when he was a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bye wrestling. We'll try. We'll try and get some wrestling in. I always try. Uh, so like, see that. See, like, I know obviously you've been in wrestling longer than you've been in matches, but like, see, since like I think just your first match, it was like you weren't there, and then just everybody was talking about you, and like everybody was like sharing stuff about you. And that's so that's when I checked you. I was like everybody, and then I was very impressed, man. So how did this kind of? How did it all start? Like, I know, I, don't, I know that Billy will have likely asked you how you get into wrestling, so I don't steal that. Same, that's like his thing. Uh, but like, what was the kind of starting point where you were like, I'm just going to be a wrestler? That sounds like a right laugh. 
I mean, Apure didn't want to be a wrestler. I like, like I, my pal asked me. Um, somebody I, I used to be, I used to be pals with, was like, "Do you want to come to this wrestling school I go to?" It's like, nah, I really don't, man. That doesn't sound like fun to me at all. Like, oh, just come along. It's like, what to do? What? Like, I'm just gonna, it's just gonna hurt, basically, man. I don't like it hurt. And it just went on and on for ages. Like, just come along. It's like, I don't want to. Like, I, I really, really didn't want to go. But uh, being the absolute pushover that I am, uh, I was like, right, fine, I'll, I'll come along to one class, right? So I, w- I went along to a beginner's class and it was Louis Garvin that was taking it. And uh, it was just, I can't, I can't even remember what we done, man. I think Louis Garvin was taking some of the more advanced guys and uh, Bobby Roberts was teaching me how to do like bumps in that. And it wasn't in the ring, it was in a big, big crash mat. So I was like, this is fine, this is great. So I ended up coming back and then it got more and more painful because I wasn't using the crash mat anymore. And uh, But when I started training, I was like, I was awful. I was like really, really bad, man. I just, I couldn't get my footwork right. Uh, one thing that I, I'd done wrong for like three years was like, see when you take a headlock and you've got right foot forward, See, I'm already doing it. I can do it, like, on the night, but I can't tell you which it is. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, like, I can do it with my body, but I'm, I, I'm so bad at, like, explaining it and, like, I don't know, like, compartmentalising it. I'm really bad at that as well. I, I mean, I'm just bad at wrestling, in fairness. I just get by on purely good looks, probably. <laughs> I mean, a wee bit of both always helps now. But wrestling my... one day, I'll see. <laughs> but, um... I just, I just couldn't get it, man. It was just something I was going along, and it was fun, and the guys were all brilliant. But I just couldn't get it. Uh, but at the time, I was working as a lifeguard in Glasgow, and I was like, I was cleaning inside the pool. I was hoovering inside the pool, and then I got out and I went again at the spa pool to heat up, and I, I didn't, uh. I didn't really negotiate it well enough, so when I stepped in, like you know when you're walking downstairs and you think there's another step and there isn't, and you go like that, I kind of done that, and my ankle just completely folded in, and I fell in and like twisted on my ankle, so I couldn't wrestle anymore. Um, so it was like nine months later that Source announced they were doing like the women's classes, and I thought I'll, I'll give it a go, man. And when I went back, it just it just pure clicked and I felt like I could like I could run the ropes and I could take a headlock and I could just do more stuff uh, but I genuinely didn't think I would ever get to debut I just didn't think that I I looked the part or that I could work really well like I just didn't think I would ever really get there and then uh, it was I, I still kind of I still feel really guilty about it and my pal really makes fun of me for it. So it was an opportunistic moment. My pal was meant to debut in October 2029, 2029, 2019. And, uh, <laughs> that's a long way. Uh, she was supposed to debut in 2019 and she fell ill two days before her debut and she ended up in hospital for about two weeks. So my trainer at the time was like super, super kind and we scheduled the date for five weeks in advance so that she could get her debut before 2020 came along and she ended up getting like really ill and she didn't get cleared for it so I was like 
can I have it instead? <laughs> so I totally, totally took her debut off of her. <laughs> and I still feel really bad, but... just not get it after that? Uh, lockdown happened. She got She got cleared three days. I think it was three days before lockdown she got cleared. And she's still waiting to debut. Sucks, man. I don't even know who that is, but I'm, I'm sorry. See, if you want, I'll, I'll put you over at every opportunity I get. Like, that's going to have to be my new job. Like, I owe her like a year and a half, nearly two years. Every time I get a book in somewhere, I'm like, I don't really want to tell you. But she's like one of my best pals. It, so if I don't tell her, she finds out. She's like, why didn't you tell me? Because like, it's a sore subject. <laughs> I actually started the exact same way. It was like somebody that I was pals who wanted to train. And I just was like, because they were like really, really quiet. Like, so then it was basically kind of like asking if I would go away and it was starting I was like ah that's cool and then I got wrestling uh, so he's not even a wrestler anymore and I'm still that's the same <laughs> same situation as me I mean the, the, the person person that took me to training at first like he he can't be a wrestler anymore he's pretty much been like from June last year anyway if you know what I mean he's he's been completely driven out so He's a badging. So, like, I'm still getting through the occasional like, Twitter unfollow just because like, I keep hearing things. I'm like, ah, oh, it's so hard to keep up. But like, it's why they hang. It's like you, you obviously need to, but like, Jesus, man, it's scary, isn't it? I know. I'm still finding out things that I never really knew last year. Like, a lot more people were kind of finger on the pulse than me. Like, I was trying to pay attention, but at the same time. I was really trying to like, look after myself at the time because it was like when, when Source got hit with it and uh, our head trainer um, gave up Source, like it, it really, really, really got us all. And when, when he got some accusations about him, it, it really, really got us, man. So I just, after that, I just completely blanked social media for a while. So I missed a lot. And I'm still kind of like, if someone mentions someone and I'm like, why, what, what do you mean? Why aren't they there? Like, do you not know? It's like, oh, no, not again. Not another Some one. Sometimes when you're just like, hold on a minute, I want to follow them, give me two seconds. Here we go. <laughs> if I go on Facebook, they need to go. You're on Bebo, mate. I can't have you on there either. I about Bebo the day because it had a revival. Do you remember that? And it was like so shit. And it was like just wee tiny bodies with massive heads and you couldn't actually do anything with a social network. You just had a wee person. I know, it was like, Bebo was like this. All right, guys, we're back. Oh, no! <laughs> like, it just... It didn't work. <laughs> I know, man. It's, I mean, I kind of wish I could promote this podcast in Bebo just so I could get, like, everybody's love for the day. And I'm like, do it. Or it helps you can all the likes you want. Bebo made it matter. Make, yeah. like, make love great again. I don't know what I'm going to start with that, but something has to be done. Why am I not your number one? Why is why is Bloody Mark number two? He should be number three. Like seriously, guys. <laughs> I love being a teenager. Um, but that's just because I have a weird like. When I was like young, I didn't. I don't know why, but like we had a computer like as, as long as I can remember. But see, up to a certain point, I was just so against getting it for some reason. 
I seen it. I think it was kind of like I seen it in in like films, and I was just like, that's just what else people go to work. I have this puddle, <laughs> so I'm gonna just chill in the puddle. You just do what you want. <laughs> so like, I didn't actually get on the MySpace hype train. I didn't. I started off with. Oh, do you remember that? Remember what? Bebo, but except you couldn't interact with people in any way. You basically just made like an, a website about yourself. And I think mine still existed up until like the servers got took down. So like, up until like maybe two years ago, there was an actual picture of me on the internet as a child with the weird, like, I think I've had short hair maybe twice in my life. And this was one of the times, so it was obviously awful. And besides the televisions, I had a weird fake diamond earring in that kind of made me look like I was a pirate. <laughs> You know they say when it's on the internet, it's up there forever. I'm just so glad that that's not the case. And I can sleep soundly at night knowing that that's dead. It will be there somewhere. Some, somebody will be using it somewhere as like a fake account. Like on Plenty of Fish or something. You never know. <laughs> I, I would like to think somebody would message me and be like, I, uh, you as an eight-year-old tried to add me on Tinder the day, mate. Have you got anything to say? 24! Oh, they're kind of darker sites for that right enough eh I didn't think of you I thought I thought of you was doing it like now I don't know why I didn't really comprehend that no that's that's what I did my first social media in 2007 contained pictures of me from 2021 it's like the same way as the 2029 debut thing time is time doesn't matter anymore time's no longer a factor not at all <laughs> you don't realise that because like there is like See, because like the last year has like blended into just one big shit house of a day, like it's the, I'm starting to think of like hour long increments that feel longer than the entire year. So like I've just I've just given up on the concept of time entirely. That's probably why we started this interview. Really. I'm just like, hi, I'm not unprofessional. I don't actually believe in time. <laughs> I think we started this interview late because I ordered. I'm not even going to lie anymore, right? I ordered a Deliveroo so I could have some of the good stuff. And then when I came on, it was like, oh, I got steaming and deleted my Skype account. So I tried to log into my Skype account at, after I, re, I re-uploaded it. And then I locked myself out of it. And then I had to go into my like 15-year-old's Hotmail account just to get a password to get back in. And then when it was like, new password, new password again, I didn't even think that that meant put in your new password and then tell us what it is again. So I went looking in three email accounts for this new password that didn't exist because I hadn't typed it out. Honestly, like, so we're, we're late through no fault of your own. It's just through my totalness. This is the first time I can actually give it up to outside factors because it was actually the Hermes dude. I'm, I'm burying Hermes on the podcast, that's fine, everybody's in. But like, usually it's, like, I've had some of the weirdest things. Like, I had to, when I had Trigger, Matt and Dean on, I think, I think we were doing like a, it wasn't even like a round table, we were just talking pure guff. Uh, they were like, right, we're all ready, and I was like, right, all right hold on, uh, my computer's not working. The truth was, my chicken nuggets were just fresh ready. <laughs> And I didn't really want to, like, chew into the mic and stuff. So I just told them that my computer was broken. <laughs> and luckily enough, they're not that, they're like, I don't know how supportive they are, but I think they will hear this, and hopefully they will forgo about it by now, so. 
Oh, she's don't, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I just they were really nice chicken nuggets. Do you know what I mean? We got we got some fancy ones. We didn't get like the own brand, so I was making that up. Maybe made like if if anything, I totally I totally get you on that. Especially chicken nuggets and not the own brand ones where they're like pure breaded and that. The the other ones that they're like golden. The golden ones are just yes. That's how you go. Nuggets on this podcast, although I just discovered what Stan means. Like, I thought something that sounded like Fire Farm like to do with that Eminem song. Is it not? The, the Eminem song? I, I had to ask my man this because he's like, he pure gets like, um, like, youth phrasing and stuff, and I just don't, man. I don't get it. So I said to him, like, what? <laughs> it mean when you're like a stand for somebody and he explained it to me and I was like I very good like I know you're taking the mickey out of me just tell me what it actually is like end your spouse's life in the back of a car or something <laughs> to that effect <laughs> I phone people when the laughing face became a skull and I was like right I'm officially I, I'll take my place as an elder of society now because when the fuck did we stop like laughing at things and just dying when they were funny? Like I still laugh, and I'm I'm, I'm proud to be a dumb. Oh no! <laughs> can you say that you are like an elder of society though? Can you actually say that? Look, about eighty-three years older than I actually am. So like somebody's guessed that I was thirty-seven once, and I'm like I'm twenty-four. Oh the paper round to like of all paper rounds but I'm, I'm 24 I'm really an elder of society right no, but I'm a wise somebody once guessed that I was 43 uh, but I'm not and that's grim being 24 and looking like this I look like the head teachers from Matilda Pick people up by their pigtails and swing them about, and then I have a thing called a chokey. I don't know what a chokey is. <laughs> that's, really, that's really mean. I've been, right, so I, I always list these off, but I've been given. So there's Miss Trunchbull, there's Post Malone, but he kind of shaved his head and got tattoos, so he's got a kind of. Well, I, I can see Post Malone. <laughs> see how when I was, I was over in America and so I just done some Post Malone and karaoke and then there was this one lassie who turned around and I could see for the slightest second she actually thought I was Post Malone and then the disappointment in this poor wee American lassie and it was the 4th of July day I just started on Independence Day with just shitting on a dream oh my and I'd say it again so um, what's topical we can get topical we'll get topical via Twitter because we were just talking about that so you ready for some internet questions internet questions what this comes from Ruby Roberts uh, which is what's the best pick in rock paper scissors lizard spock in your opinion oh it's Big Bang Theory isn't it yeah right so what do you think is the best rock paper scissors lizard spock Right. Just think about this logically. I don't know what Lizard and Spock do, so I'm 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 gonna just take them out. 
immediately. Sorry. <laughs> Poisons? I have absolutely no idea what Spock does because he's, I don't know, has a shit haircut. Looks like a beetle. Looks like a beetle, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no rock, paper, scissors. Uh, field of battle. I'm a big scissors guy because it's quite fun to do this to people when you win up the paper and you get to snip the fingers off. Uh, and also, it's an actual weapon that could be used to kill if necessary. Okay, so I'm going to completely doppel that and say rock because it's funny to do that to people and it can be used as an actual weapon, whether it be this rock or an actual rock, plus the rock. <laughs> I was going to bring Dwayne into it, but he, he messaged me, he was like, stop mentioning me in podcast, mate, I'm really sick of it. I was like, sorry Dwayne the Rock Johnson, won't happen again. Uh, <laughs> so, we're, we're a split decision on that, so... I say scissors. Someone, uh, there's no other comments to say what MDL says, so we can just split it in the middle and say that paper wins. Nah, you chose scissors and I chose rock, and rock beats scissors, so I think that means I can I take this. Right, okay, <laughs> that that makes sense. I am now firmly in, in camp rock, like the film and the actual train of thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> This one's a topical one. How did it feel to reach the final of the Mega Tournament of Doom, the sequel? <laughs> so, so for this one, I was like, I was adamant I was going to do everything in my power, apart from Muscle Bra FC, to win. So, I was like, like I wanted to do promos through it and stuff just to make it more fun. And I like... I've been in a few of the SWN tournaments and stuff and I, just, I really, really wanted to win it, man. So I was like super, super chuffed to get to the final and I was so confident that I was going to win it. But Big Fletch, obviously, being a young boy, has friends. But, but, he has like connections to like Muscle Bruff Football Club. So they started sharing it. But he had a... I don't want to say professional. He had a football team on his side and he won by eight votes. And I didn't. I had my pals. So I'm still taking that as a win. All your <laughs> pals should meet Muscle Brian FC for a square go. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Logical <laughs> conclusion to that whole fiasco. Aileen Henry asks, if you were a Pokemon, what type would you be? Oh, I've been thinking about this all day. Well, since he commented, I don't just think about that in a way. Well, I do sometimes. Uh, I think I would be like a a flying fire Pokemon. So a fiery bird, I guess. So it's... <laughs> make it funny. Uh, that was, that was humour done. Uh, and we have one more for Gash Williams. Do you know Gash Williams? He's the hardest man that ever lived. Uh, I know him Twitter-wise, but not personally. Source individual, this, this human is. <laughs> I personally, I fear him. And I think that I'm man enough to admit that I fear him, but also I respect him, respire to be him. He just asked if you get any dream opponents. He didn't put other than me, but other than me, you don't need to, you don't need to be a suck-up. Oh, other than himself, obviously, um, I would like 
if, if we're looking at like dream opponents that probably won't happen, I would say Nikki Cross because I think me being the kind of the kind of heavyweight size that I am, and her being like a bit more petite, would be able to put together a really good match and a really good story. Plus, she's come from the same school I have, so I think it'd be really interesting to see what we can both kind of bring to the table. Well, for me, and that's what every wrestling match needs. What about yours? What's yours? Absolutely, hundred percent, Mister Savio Vega Esquire. Because <laughs> he's the best wrestler that's ever lived, better than both The Rock, Chris Jericho, and Captain Insane over the Water Boy. I like that, and also three, Quang. That's what that uh, Quang. That's all I needed. He, he put a mask on took it off and somehow changed his name. It still just looked the same, but with a helmet. <laughs> so, probably uh, King Savio, who, if we're talking about standing people, I- I'm there. That, as soon as this podcast's over, I'm driving my girlfriend into a river somewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, she, she says it's alright that she understands because she also acknowledges that Samuel Vega is something of a god among men there is another question though that I do have to ask which is what shape would you make your TARDIS take? Oh I've been thinking about this for days man Um, so I have a couple of questions first one the TARDIS is meant to have its own cloaking mechanism, which means that people will just walk past it and not really notice it. However, in the kind of bad wolf era, there was also spray paint all over it, so people could obviously see it enough to spray paint over it. So are we going with cloaking mechanism TARDIS, or are we going with people can totally see this big blue box? See it? I know, they can see it. They can see it. Right, okay. Because then if it's something you want to flaunt, like mine would be a vending machine, because then... If I was hungry, I could just eat something out my door. And then I'm pretty sure scientifically there'll be a way to just make it keep refilling. So a functioning vending machine would probably be mine. So initially, like, I was kind of thinking along the lines of this will be really mean. If I made my TARDIS like a bench and people were to sit in it and then it just kind of disappeared, then they would be like, oh, <laughs> that's there is there has been one actually on the TV show that was just a a clock and like the guy just like there's people because this is when nobody could see it there's people literally just walking by and a guy very nonchalantly walks into a clock and disappears <laughs> and then the clock disappears and just nobody bats an eyelid <laughs> it's fantastic the other one I was thinking and I don't know why uh, it's been a long day so I'm just going to blame that. Um, have you ever seen the the giant rubber duck at the Arnold Clark at Brayhead? I haven't seen it, no, but I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, like it blew on in the motorway and closed the whole motorway once because it is just like, like it's, it's higher <laughs> than... I would probably have it as that. How would you get inside? I mean... Hmm... That's a very crucial, crucial issue. 
fucking TARDIS, it's just going to look like I'm a serial vending machine bundle. <laughs> it just like goes into different vending machines and eats all the stuff and then lives in them. I don't know why I said that as if there was more logic in that than what you said to be fair do that thinking about it. I mean, no. you mentioned that in a giant inflatable duck. There is some differences there. <laughs> Why are you diving? <laughs> you just like, that's how you get inside. You just kind of... Then you're inside the duck. What a sense. What if we just say the beak? We'll just say the beak is... Why not? Or yeah. just run right in its face. That's what I would do, just run in its face. Oh, wait, actually, do you know how that... Have you seen in Harry Potter where there's like that guy in the basilisk comes out of his mouth? I would totally have that just so I could run in an old wizard's face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it would look a That's probably the most crucial question. So before we go, do you have your... Um, your social medias and such to plug for the three listeners. Gosh, um, sorry. Uh, so one of these goes to one of them. Uh, I want to say Twitter is at Brody underscore. Can you get your phone? <laughs> Brody underscore Adler. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's alright, I probably could be tell you right now, so I'm going to check it. Mine's just Jason Hyde PW, if anybody cares. Oh, everyone's got a PW and I'm like, I feel like a bit left out not putting PW, but it's fine. I don't know what it stood for. Uh, and then I was like, why are all these wrestlers getting PW at the end of their name on Twitter? And nobody explained it to me, so I had to figure it out for myself. For real? Uh, no, I'm, I'm really, really that stupid, believe me. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, I do try my best, but it never works out. I just kind of... <laughs> that's how I do it. I just kind of look at it weird as if I'm doing something wrong with me. <laughs> this is the best bit of the episode as well, because this is the favourite. It's a new sick pop shape. So. <laughs> um, 